Please call me Jolie. That is Joe with no E. My pronouns are they, them, and theirs. And welcome to Jolie Weekly. <laughs> this is my weekly sort of check-in podcast talking about what's going on in my life and sharing the ups and the downs and my experience as a non-binary queer artist of color living in New York City, figuring out how to thrive in this city that can sort of feel like it's a bit too much sometimes. (laughs) Um, I've actually been looking forward to recording this second episode all week. It's uh, had a really curious sort of effect on how I'm going through my day-to-day. Like, I'm really, really terrible about uh, keeping up with a journal. I always start and I'm cool for like four days and then nothing. So, and I've tried it all. I've tried bullet journaling. I've tried gratitude journaling. I've tried the five minute timer journaling. It's just, I just never keep up with it because it all just, I feel like there's more going on in my head than I can get out in a few bullet points or, you know, like just reflecting on gratitude doesn't help me process the the bullshit. And I'm not a five minute hoe. So how, how, how you like that? Um, so the the interesting side effect that I've noticed is that I've actually been capturing my moods and my feelings and my thoughts and even just like general observations as they're happening. And I'm doing that on my phone usually. I use Evernote a lot. I've had this ongoing note for this last week and just sort of capturing what's going on and things I can maybe talk about and share with you. And It's been really, really helpful. And this was the unexpected part. As I've been writing down the the cool things and the positive things that have been going on, and I just hit a moment where I'm reflecting on like a low vibrational moment, if you will. So when I go back to this, this ongoing note and I'm adding my points I see the the good stuff mixed in with the bad. Now, my personality, when I'm just stuck in my head, I just sort of tend to stay focused on the bad things and forget about the good things. And so when I go back and I look at this note, I see the good things and it's helping me reframe the conversation that I'm having when I'm stuck in a low vibration. And it's been crazy helpful. I I don't really know how to explain how or why, but getting these things out of my head, the getting the good stuff out of my head has been really, really great. Like who who would have thought? (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense. A whole lot of sense. You know, focus on the good things and the bad things to sort of start to minimize. But um, being able to look at your narrative and reframing your narrative just helps you sort of see that, hey, maybe your life's not as terrible as you're making it out to be. Um, 
And I can't front, like, May was a tough month on my overall mental health. I've been in a, in a funk for most of the month. And I didn't talk about it last week, which was the first week, because I didn't want to introduce myself and be like, oh my God, my life is in shambles. My edges are looking raggedy. I feel like the walls are closing in, girl. They're closing in. I didn't want to bring that energy into my first podcast because my goal is to somehow contribute something positive by talking through my bullshit with uh, cool shit. And so I just, I didn't want to have my my first impression be like, oh girl, you going through it? There's a bunch of factors contributing to just where my mental health has been at. Like I'm a freelance graphic designer and music producer, and that's turned into a game of rent. I've been forced to confront some some generational family issues that hasn't been fun. And I'll talk probably talk about that on another episode just because it's a lot to unpack. I've been dealing with less than ideal clients. <laughs> and I won't talk about that because it's confidential. <laughs> My favorite clients have been having to pause projects just because they're dealing with their own lives. And so that doesn't make my circumstances any easier. And then with all of that happening, I'm still having to figure out how on earth I'm going to meet my rent for June. And it's not looking pretty right now. (laughs) So there's a lot of stress. And beyond a certain threshold, I start buckling. And that's been showing up. I tend to stop communicating and withdraw into myself and just feel overwhelmed. And I just stare at the big picture of all the stuff that's going on. And I forget to break it down into smaller manageable pieces. Or even when I do, and I'm looking at a piece of it that's just uncomfortable, I do everything I possibly can to avoid doing it, right? So that's not fun. (laughs) But I think about where I am now and where I was just a few years ago. I used to completely shut down and withdraw into my own mind and forget about my friends, forget about my family, and just hide away from the world. And I've lost a lot of friendships and caused a lot of strain in my family because of it. And um, I've gotten a lot better about my tendency to sort of wallow in doubt and (laughs) self-pity. But, you know, when you got bills on the line and, you know, Sally Mae insists on being that hateful bitch, uh, somehow you just got to keep your head above water. And I've been barely managing to do that this month. I won't lie. That turned into a weekend of getting out of New York and going to see my mom and my brother and my nephew down in Maryland. So I I got on a bus and (laughs) it was not off to a great start this past weekend. (laughs) I was running just a little bit more behind than I really wanted to on Thursday. And my mind was just scattered all over the place. Oh my goodness. Um, 
And I left the house. I forgot to bring a jacket. And even though the forecast said it was raining or it was supposed to rain, I didn't bring an umbrella. And so I leave my house and there is not a trace of this thunderstorm that Alexa is telling me is coming. So I'm, I get off the train. I get it off at 23rd Street in the city. And it is pouring <laughs> cats and dogs outside. And my bus is leaving in 15 minutes. So I'm like, fuck it. And book my way to the bus. Well, book, book it as far as I can lately because <laughs> I can't hustle the way that I used to with all the weight I put on. But that is also another story. So I get to the bus. And I am soaking wet. I'm cold. The bus has the AC on full blast, which is normally a good thing, but not this time. (laughs) And I haven't eaten since breakfast at this point, and it is early evening, and I'm just cold and hungry. So thank God nobody was sitting next to me because they would have gotten all of that energy. (laughs) And so adding insult to injury... As we're pulling away from from the street, the rain stops. And as we're driving out of the city, the sun decides to show her face. So I'm like, okay, now the universe is just being petty. Got it. (laughs) So I was was in a mood. (laughs) And, you know, with not much else to do, I put my headphones on and I curate this playlist. I call it my they list. Um, This one in particular just features and highlights music made by queer and trans people of color. And I'm listening to this music and it's and it's good music. Like it's amazing to sort of be in this time that queer artists of color are creating their own music. And it's not music that makes them the punchline of a joke. It's just really well thought out, well produced, well recorded music. And it just, it flipped my mood around. My mom even texted me while I was en route to Maryland to tell me that it stormed in Maryland and a tree fell on the power line and there's no power, which means there's also no water because the it's well water and it's powered by electricity. So I'm like, okay. And I'm, I'm basically ready to just start cracking up laughing on the bus. Cause like, <laughs> just comedy of errors from the, from the day starting to the day ending. <laughs> the music really helped me stay calm and stay energized and made me feel like I'm going to be all right. So like, even with the the weekend off to a rough start, the power did eventually come back on. And the weekend ended up being good for me, being out of New York and just seeing trees consistently every day. Um, just did a lot for my mind. And, and I won't front. Being alone with my family can present some challenges for me. And I'll talk about that more later on. But being non-binary is not a deep conversation that I've had with them yet. And, you know, for queer folks, how you manage your relationship with your family means making a lot of compromises with yourself 
just for the sake of your sanity and wanting to keep your relationship stable with your family. So it's just sometimes that can be just as exhausting (laughs) as it is helpful for you to be around your family. But it still ended up being just a really nice weekend with my family. We celebrated my brother's birthday. I forgot it was Memorial Day, so, you know, that's fine. But <laughs> I got I got to spend some quality time with my mom and we got to, to talk. And I, I'm able to have a conversation about what's motivating me and, and what's bugging me. On a, in a different way with my mom than I can have with most other people. And our relationship has always been one where we're able to have a, a deep conversation about those things and sort of push and challenge each other. And I, I'm very appreciative for that. And it helped me leave Maryland with a little less uncertainty. And definitely, I definitely left feeling a lot less hopeless <laughs> than when I arrived. So I got back on the bus to New York and I'm still feeling just sort of like that constricted, heaving feeling that you get when you just sort of feel like you're coming back to a mountain of shit. <laughs> and so I um, put my headphones back on. I pulled out the Apple I packed and... I put my playlist playlist back on. And as I'm eating this apple and I'm listening to this music and I look up at the sky and it's one of those pretty puffy cloud, blue sky sort of days and just feeling the sunshine. And for whatever reason, I just start feeling this overwhelming sense of love and, and even joy. And I have a a tangled past and relationship with spirituality and who God is to me. But that, that feeling of love just sort of wrapped me up and I felt so reassured. And I'll tell y'all, it was like the sweetest apple I've ever eaten in that moment. <laughs> I don't know if I was just like high on endorphins or something, but I felt really good. And, you know, like if I could share a piece of that feeling with everyone, like, wow, if I felt so good. And wherever you are and you're listening to this and you're listening to me, first of all, thank you. I know there's like two of y'all that listened to the last episode so far. So whoever you are, thank you. <laughs> but I am sending that energy, that feeling at you right now. And if you need a cheerleader, I'm in your corner with the biggest, brightest, loudest fucking pom-poms. So let's get through this next week with a little more joy, a little more determination to be ourselves and a little more hope. And I will talk to you next time. Stay wonderful. This is Jolie signing up.